Welcome back to Lunch Logic. This is Devin. This is Luke. And this is Sam. And so today we have special guest Sam Watson on to talk about um, religion. And so, um, you know, we thought it would be cool to do um, a little bit of, you know, a uh, go through our backgrounds, you know, when it comes to religion, our experiences and stuff like that. Um, Luke, you want to start? Sure. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people know this by now, but um, I grew up as a Christian and right now I'm, I'm an agnostic, but I have a very complicated relationship with religion because I remember when I was 12 years old, I watched this YouTube video on why religions are wrong and that God is an invention or the concept of God is an invention. And that video was so convincing to me as a 12 year old that like just in a day, I just became an atheist, <laughs> like just like that. Um, and I, I think I was, I don't know, I, I was an atheist for, I don't know, maybe three, four years. And then I was like 15 or 16 years old and I was having these bunch of uh, existential crises and my mental health was going really bad. And my subconscious mind, I guess, if you want to call it like that, was searching for religion. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like at some point, like it didn't happen just just like that. It kind of happened gradually and I kind of regained my faith on Christianity and uh, I came across this guy, he's a very famous guy, Christopher Hitchens. So he's a militant atheist. Mm -hmm. And he thinks that religion isn't just like a distraction or something that people should leave. Religion itself is like evil. It's, it's bad for society. And I watched a bunch of his videos and like uh, other militant atheists like Richard Dawkins and um, stuff like that. And that kind of made me rethink about my faith again. Um, so the reason why I'm ag an agnostic today is because, so I had two different phases, right? So I was, I was both religious and very atheistic. So religious and militant atheistic. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that didn't change was my faith in my faith, meaning, okay. So the question of whether God exists. I think it's, it's, it has an objective answer to that question. I think God either exists or doesn't exist. So meaning at some point in my life, I was wrong. Yet my faith and my faith stayed constant. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that experience really humbled me. And that's why I always kind of emphasized like the, uh, the mindset of, I don't know, or I might be wrong. Or yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I try to be very mm -hmm. careful when I'm approaching uh, these philosophical, not just philosophical, but just any questions. So yes, that's my stance. Okay. So right now, you know, because of your past, you that that's what is has driven you to become agnostic. Right. Because, uh, you know, I, I think I want to use the word humble, but it also really embarrassed me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You don't like being wrong. It's like no. the fact that you can't know anything is for sure correct. Right. Well, one thing I do know is that there's an objective answer to God's existence. God well, either is there. I yeah. think so. But the thing is, what I mean, do, what do you think? This really comes down to like, is there a definition of God? Because if there is a clear definition of God, then maybe. Well, is, isn't what it? You're a, is is it not a yes or no question? Well, what is God? Uh, well, let's try to define God as an omniscient, omnipotent, and omni-good being in not just in Christianity, but just all across, or all religions in general. Well, 
those re- different religions have different gods. Mm-hmm. Sure. So well, okay, but let's say you... one one of the. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not limiting this to just Christianity itself, but just all religions. The idea of God that we ha- have as humans. It's a different idea, though. So you're not debating on the on the same thing. You know. So if the the question is, you know, is there an objective? Yes or no. God mm-hmm. is here. God isn't here. We can't really answer that if we're trying to talk. Okay, about but that's 17. the question of what is God like? Or God's plural. Yeah, it mm, could be sure. Could be God. Sure. Does that count? Uh, right now, my question was, or my question was more focused on the existence of God or gods or whatever God well, is like. Right. But it's not the. But the question you're asking is, what is God like? Now that I don't know, because that's not a yes or no question. That's something that is being investigated by philosophers of religion and theologians. But that's what I'm saying. If you can't answer that question, then you can't answer is God real. If you can't answer what is God, then you can't say you know is he here? Is he not? Are they here? Right. Hmm, that's a good point. Maybe I just yeah. made yeah. you a little bit more agnostic. <laughs> well, I like but, that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I like that too. Um, yeah, I just wanted to, to sure fight at that a little bit. But um, I guess when it comes to my background, um, I was uh, my mom took me to church like every other Sunday, I think, something like that when I was younger. Um, but you know that only lasted like a, a few years, and then. You know, my mom stopped going to church. I don't know if she is still like a Christian or anything like that. Which religion was it? Christianity. Yeah, it was Christi- okay. Christianity. Um, but yeah, she kind of, you know, her and and my dad were kind of like, we should just let them decide. Me and my sister decide um, in our own time. And so, um, you know, getting exposed to more ideas outside of uh, just Christianity and, and church and stuff like that, I'm probably a lot more closer to what Luke um, stands at, but uh, I think definitely the time away from, from the church and stuff like that uh, made me think more atheistically. Um, you know, I was always into science and, um, you know, I learned about evolution and stuff like that, and I was like, that sounds pretty convincing to me, you know, more convincing than um, this sort of magical, whimsical guy in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I tended to follow that idea more than uh you know thinking it's got to be this religion or that religion um but now i I, you know i've come back down to where luke is uh, being more agnostic about things uh, still with a a little bit of an atheistic tendency Uh, but yeah that's me yeah that's cool my background so i kind of agree with everything that you guys have said but i was raised instead of christian like you guys i was Catholic. I was in the Church of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. I only ever really went on Christmas Eve, but I still just like believed everything that they were saying. I don't know. Well, I always had like a little bit inside me. I was like, eh, yeah, this is sketchy. <laughs> like, I don't know what like what they're saying. Um, yeah, but you just hear everything that they're saying, and so many people believe it. So part of like that young self that young mind starts to believe it too so it's just conflicting and as i got older i started thinking more for just myself and being like "Eh, i'm not gonna believe in anything right now yeah i think there could be a god that exists there could be multiple gods that exist i'm not i'm not here to like rain on anybody's parade i think all religions are possible Like, when people talk about going to heaven or hell or, like, being reincarnated or different things Mm -hmm. and being a ghost, like, 
I honestly would like to believe in my heart of hearts that whatever you believe like happens to you like whatever you believe is your own truth and I hope that everyone can just be happy and be content with what they believe yeah um, and yeah my parents never really like forced religion onto me mm-hmm. but um, then again everybody else because my sister went to like a Catholic school none of my family was ever really like Catholic though yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know it's confusing but religion it had it's like negative effects on me like with the whole like gay thing where it's mm-hmm. like oh they think it's wrong yeah but um yeah that was I mean that's religious trauma like mm-hmm. just trying to like hate myself for like being told I'm wrong for just being who I am but oh well I've learned that that not every religion is for everybody so yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, you bring up a great point about the uh, the downsides that religion can bring, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it's no secret that that religion has been, uh, you know, kind of horrible in a lot of people's experiences, yeah. right? Um, and I think we'll we'll dive into that, uh, yeah, sure, you know, a little bit later. But first, but, I want to I want to question, you know, if you do, uh, I like what you said about you kind of feel like, uh, or you you hope that whatever people believe in happens to them. Um, and I think that's a great idea, and I, you know, it's very optimistic, and I love it. Uh, I, I've had that idea myself, and I was like, you know, what if it's just like that? Because, I mean, that makes somewhat sense, yeah. right? I think that um, if there was a God, that he would, or they, whatever, yeah, she, yeah. God is a woman, um, <laughs> that, that uh, God would let you kind of pick whatever happens, uh-huh. whatever you believe, like, that's, that's my idea of a God, because... Yeah. Then again, people like to be, when you said earlier, something about, like, almighty, like... Omniscient, omnipotent. Like, yeah, yeah, like, being, like, a good guy and just, yeah. like... <laughs> but there's so much bad in the world. Right. So then is that the devil? Like, but, like mm-hmm. if there was a god, then why is there a devil? That, that, like, goes back to, like, the problem of evil and stuff. Yeah. And, like, Devin, it, it's, it's, I think it's very... It's very important to define what god is, like, what god is like, um and his or her properties but uh I, I guess my original question was more focused on like like the existence of god right and Devin, you said that in order to kind of understand a little more about your faith you also need to question not just the existence of god itself but what god is like yeah correct yeah. Hmm. okay that's an interesting point of view. <laughs> thanks um but you know going back to the same what you said about uh you kind of want people whatever they believe in to, to come true um, I want to ask you, like, I know you said, like, you're not really sure, but is there something that you believe in that you want to come true? Like, when it comes to afterlife or just somebody looking down at you? I think, time, like, okay, if I've been bad or there's some unfinished business with me, like, let me be a ghost for a little bit and then I can, like, figure out kind of what I need to, like, let go of so I can, like, ascend into this, like, spiritual realm. Yeah. Um... I'd like to, because I believe I have a guardian angel. Like, there are times where I've almost gotten in a car accident, and, like, it, like way too many times where I've actually almost gotten in a car accident, and, like, something has just, like, saved me. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, I, I can't explain it, but I'd like to. And if if that is, like, a soul that has passed on or from its body, then I'd like to be one of those. <laughs> like, I think that'd be, I'd like to go and help people after I die. Yeah. I think that'd be nice. Like, 
just like save the world a little bit. I don't know. I mean, yeah. what's cool about that is like not only do you get to uh, um, save people, but you also like get to grow. Mm-hmm. Even though you're like you're not alive anymore, right. like you, you get to uh, you have power that you didn't have before, and so mm-hmm. you can go out and do things. Um, but also, you know, with that power, maybe it like takes away from it a little bit because now you like kind of have a purpose, right? It's not your decision really anymore. Mm. But um, I don't know. We could talk about that all day. But um, um, yeah, Luke, you. you know yeah. That? So one of my questions is that why do people believe that their religion is correct? Because if you just look at Christianity itself, which is one of the many religions of the world. There are tens of thousands of denominations within Christianity, but people stick to it. And I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how many Christians actually read the Bible, you know? Mm, Right. Because, like, when you go to church, like, you you open up this specific Bible passage, but I don't know how many people actually actually read the whole book. Mm -hmm. And yet they still go on. Right. Because I remember when I was, like, when I became religious again, I started reading... um, like Bible literally from the beginning, like from the from Genesis. Oh wow! And I got into like, um, I forgot the name. It's it was like Leviticus or something. And then I started reading these crazy rules that you have to follow as a tri- or as a fundamentalist, as a fundamental, or yeah, like mm-hmm. old style religion. And some of those rules were kind of crazy, if you know what I mean. Like what? Like um, no, I'm curious. Like if you um, curse to your parents, you have to get stoned to death. <laughs> <laughs> like or something like that. It like was, swear at them. Like what? sure, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or you know, you know, you guys know about the like you can't eat like like I don't know seafood or something like seafood oh, yeah. that's not fish. Mm. Or, you know what I mean? Right. But those are like the you know easy diet or like the food rules. But what I'm concerned about is. Kind of the morality behind it like we have these crazy punishments like you have to stone a child to death and when i first read that it just shocked me so much and it was so different from like the christianity and the idea of love and forgiveness that i grew up with mm-hmm. it, it really shocked me a lot yeah that is shocking mm-hmm. why like what's the point in stoning somebody to death because like how are they going to learn from like everyone <laughs> else is going to learn from that but they're just going to learn to live in fear Right. Instead of but maybe that's up. the point. But but why do you want to live in fear? Maybe, well, maybe that was More I mean like control. Yeah, yeah. Control. Yeah. But if everybody's living in their own type of fear, then we're all just scared of each other. I but mean, maybe they don't see that as fear. They see that as uh, they see that as a good thing because it keeps order and some sort of discipline within individuals. Well, sure, but I mean, it's still fear. You know, whether they see it as it or not. You know, what those people experience is still going to be fear. It's still going to be like this threat of, uh, you know, these people will harm me if I don't um, abide by their rules and stuff like that, mm. right? Okay, but that kind of, I don't know if I'm wrong, but um, you, you know how, like in the Bible, we have like the Old Testament and the New Testament? Yeah. And then the Old Testament God, people call it, is more um, kind of like scary. Yeah. Or like the God that you have to fear. Right. But in the New Testament, and we have Jesus Christ, and it's kind of more like the God of love and the God of forgiveness, mm-hmm. that makes yeah. sense. So I, maybe that's why I was, more people are inclined to accept the idea of God, or the idea of God as someone who's forgiving, ever loving, and stuff like that. But if you really look at the old ones, you kind of understand why was, people say fear God. Was like this, the stoning to death stuff is all like pre-Jesus, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense, I guess. Well, it's still, you know, 
absurd to us today. Like as oh. soon as you said it, we all laughed. Yeah. Right. Mm. right. Um, but you know, it brings up um, a thought in my head about you know, like the Bible is a book, right? But it's a religious text. It's uh, meant to be the truth. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people believe um, that it's up to interpretation, right? That the text doesn't um, right. literally mean yes. you have to follow these rules. Yes. And so, you know, when you brought up the, the New Testament has a, or the New Testament has a, a loving and caring God, and the Old is a little bit scarier. You know, what if that's just a problem of interpretation, or um, you know, what if we just misinterpret the? Well, Bible? obviously, the Bible isn't written in wasn't written in English, but I don't think. Oh, that's true. Uh, I mean, sure, there could be some misinterpretations, but overall, like what the mess, like the overall message of the of the New Testament or the Old Testament, is kind of based on the original text. Okay, yeah. But I mean, you're right. A lot of the like biblical passages are metaphors. Like, for example, well, do like, we know that, or is it? Well, okay. So let's look at like um, like the one I've mentioned yesterday. Like, you can't or don't let your right hand or your left hand know what your right-handed it's and it's basically saying that you have to help people for the sake of helping people and not for the sake of attention but no like no theologian or no Christian is ever going to take that as like literally you know like you can't let your left hand know what your right hand did it sure. doesn't you can't sure. take that literally it's clearly a metaphor so that so that proves you know that the Bible is not just to be taken sure literally. and there are multiple passages that prove that you know a lot of the things that Jesus said or God said in the Old Testament are I don't know about the Old Testament, actually, but I guess what I'm trying to say is, yes, a lot of them are metaphors. So then when it comes to interpretation, how do we determine which passages are meant to be? See, that's a good question, because a lot of, like, religious, like, I'm talking about, like, the fundamentalists, Mm -hmm. people who follow, like, all the rules, all the the rules related to food, the family, whatever, they're all really complicated. Like, a lot of the rules are kind of stupid. Like, there are rules regarding how you should shave and how you should do your hair and stuff like that. So... If you if you choose if you accept whatever religion you believe is believe in as an absolute truth, then it it, it makes you hypocritical if you don't follow every single like if you follow like the, like the some of the rules within the Bible, but you don't follow the rules for food or for how to shave your head. Like you know, it's it's hypocritical. Yeah. But on the other hand, like realistically speaking, it makes sense because I feel like the rules of like oh thou shalt not murder oh thou shalt not steal is more important, quote-unquote, more important than how you should do your hair or what you should eat. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that rule is, uh, it's been more timeless, sure. Yes. But, um, well, then what's the, what's the correlation? Is it, like, because it's more important, that's why it's more timeless? Or is I it think, the other way around? I mean, like, living, um, it's more of, like, you kind of have to somewhat adapt to society. And is the, Well, is the Bible made to adapted or I meant to adapt to the Bible and what the Bible says. Well, a lot of religious fundamentalists believe that you shouldn't care about the society's norms but you should follow, you should accept this textbook, this this book of truth as absolutely correct. But then shouldn't that be society? But Like, shouldn't society, like, wouldn't that be society then, like, following that rules? So then, like, why aren't, why isn't society, like, that book then? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just naturally, we're going to stray from it. You mm-hmm. know, it, any right. book written in the past is going to have some things that are relevant and some things that are not. Yeah, impressive. yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it comes to like a religious text where um, you know it's supposed to be truth, 
Mm-hmm. Like, if there was anything that shouldn't change over time, it would be something like the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, how do we address the fact that we have strayed very far from what exactly? Sorry, we have what? Strayed. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't follow these rules exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, not even close. Yeah. Well, some people do. Some people do, sure. But Yeah, but then again, g- going back to your question about, like, what proves that person, like, one one's religion right and the other's, like, wrong. Mm-hmm. If everyone's following a different religion and living their own life, just, like, having the best time, then, like... Why aren't we getting like? Why isn't it one person getting punished for like following the religion and one like one religion mm. just being like succeeding in in life? Mm. That's a good point. Well, I Sam, mean, you were talking about how like growing up with faith perhaps plays a role in what believing why or in thinking why you think you're right and others are wrong. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you were to okay, if if you're like I don't know, if you're an adult and you want to choose a religion then it, it depends on the individual, but like you might try to investigate which religion is kind of like the best or the like, you know, you know what I mean? What's the most optimal? What's the accurate, accurate. Yeah. Sure. Um, but that still depends. Like if you grow up in a Christian community, like if you grow up in some like America, for example, you're most likely going to be Christian. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you grow up in like Saudi some Arabia, branch, you're going to be sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you grow up in Saudi Arabia, you're going to be Muslim. So, it really depends on your environment, and I think the biggest role, or, or the thing that plays the biggest role, is your family, of course. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You're gonna trust your family more than than exactly strangers. So, um, but you know, now that we um are getting to the age where like we see all the different stuff around, and we're not just taking our parents' word for it. Yeah. Right. You know, how do we go about deciding what we think is the best or um, mm-hmm. Choosing a faith, right? I mean, it's. I, do you just use your best judgment? I, um, I guess. Well, because if it's all based off of like that feeling of believing, because believing's a feeling. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you have to think a little bit, but believing's more of a heart-led thing than a, than a head-led thing. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what your gonna be open to I guess mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting because um, I also had a thought when I was saying that you know like wouldn't the uh, the one true God want you to believe in him I mean most most gods Ooh, yeah, in the, uh, in, the in the in the um, you know the, the popular religions they, they uh, you know specifically impose um, the decision-making process on the people not on the God right we're not just doing what they whatever the God says we have the choice, and that choice determines our value, right? But I feel like, you know, I've heard a lot of things about, like, God's plan and whatever, where he will help you along in small ways, or ways big or small, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so, maybe that even, like, goes towards your point earlier, where, like, the people will choose um, what they think is right, and that what they think is right is right for them, mm-hmm. you know, and that's going to come true, because that... God or that um, the belief that they had is going to pull them right. Yeah, it's going to draw them. Ooh, okay, fun theory. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's all just theorizing. Mm, I don't, right. I, I mean really religion. Religion cannot be fact. Do you guys talk? Do you guys want to talk about the consequences of religion? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
you guys want to start with like the positive ones or the negative ones? Positive consequences. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit of an oxymoron, but yeah, I are, just mean like outcomes. Yeah, wait, yeah, explain what I, you mean. I sort of disagree. I think there are many positive consequences to religion, of religion. Well, it's just, you know, like using the word consequence, like consequence is normally meant like for negative co- things. So like, uh, positive. Okay, Mr. <laughs> vocabulary. Thank you. <laughs> just saying it. He's using his Greek roots. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's start with the positive ones. Um, I think, although I'm not religious and I'm, like I said, I'm an agnostic, um, I think there are many positive uh, causes or many results of religion. Um, and I think one of them is that it gives you the idea, it, it, le- it makes an individual like watch itself. And if you really try to think about it, it I think it's an incredibly powerful tool. If you want to manage like the whole society, the entire population, by giving an individual the idea of an omniscient and omnipotent, omnipotent being who's omni-good and who's watching you all the time and you have uh, it, it, um, consequences that you have to suffer if you don't do his or if you don't follow his rules. Um, I, th- I think it really depends on how we're going to talk about the, the morality of like the, like the rules of religion later but now I want to talk about like just like the power of faith itself and what it does to an individual. Well I remember learning in AP psychology that um, <laughs> one of the thi- there's like a, a list of things that'll help you to live longer that like it's been proven these few things will mentally elongate your life right. and one of those is believing in a religion or or having some form of spirituality uh-huh. so I guess that's another positive kind of like that's a thing with faith is it, like it does help you live longer get it gives you something to live for definitely i don't know if that's what you were asking but <laughs> no, that's I what i thought i mean i think i think that definitely goes along a lot of the lines like that luke was talking about um you know like the power of faith right that mm-hmm. i mean there it is right there it's gonna mm-hmm. it gives you motivation right it's it's the live. best cure you can have at, uh while you're having an existential crisis yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, it solves the existential crisis. It, right? it really does, yes. Because um, whether it's faith and like religion or something else, like you can always attribute to yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like not even religion. Just just having a, a faith in something, it becomes personal. Right. Yeah. You know? And uh, you know, you internalize it a little bit. Exactly. It gives you something to fight for. And, and the power of eternity, <laughs> like the fact that you know, if if you're religious, you know that God is, you know, God will exist forever. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of play, plays a big role in curing someone's existential crisis or sure. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But even like if we look at faith on the smaller scale, just believing in something or somebody that can also be extremely powerful, you know, in some ways, like even more powerful than believing in the guy up there. Right. Just because yeah. it, it, when it's smaller and it's small scale like that, it's so much more digestible. Mm. You can really put like all of yourself into that faith. Right. Yeah. Way more personal. Yes, exactly. Huh. And so like in my life, um, I guess like over the course of, of doing this podcast, like I've learned to uh, question a lot more things, right? To, mm-hmm. um, you know, not, not uh, trust just my, my, my judgment, but right. and to take things for granted. Yeah. yeah. But, to, you know, logically deduce like what is real, what's true and, and, and stuff like that. But um, what I disregarded during that process is the power of faith because I was so, I mean, in some ways I had so much faith in not having faith. You know, mm. and believing that that was so good, um, but you know, if I if I sort of 
try to neglect faith as much as possible, I'm losing a little bit of my humanity, right? Yeah. Because it's so natural to to believe in um, to believe in something, but also to believe in something higher, right? Because mm-hmm. it just explains so many things. Uh, yeah. And so you know, like when when little things happen, like you see something that might might be a sign or something like that, um, you have a choice to believe that that is a sign or not to believe. Um, and so, like in my life, it's been a lot of you know, or or more recently, it's been a lot of trying not to believe, trying to see you know, like mm. I'm not going to look at that as a sign. Because that's what I used to do, and I'm going to question that, right? Gotcha. But now it's more been like, well, now that I now that I've acknowledged that there is a lot of power in seeing things um, as you know bigger than what they might be, mm-hmm. um, I don't have a problem with seeing things as signs or seeing that you know as, as like God's plan or whatever, um, seeing things as destined, right? You know, it just it'll feel right, something like that, and that you know it's it's a really fulfilling feeling. You know, you can't, it's not, it's not, there's not many things that are better than like, oh my gosh, this is just destined for me, right? This is meant to be, you know, it's, I mean, it's romantic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so to disregard that and disregard faith in general, you know, I think you're doing um, yourself a disservice, right? Mm. Yes. Right. I mean, like faith is whether we like it or not, whether it's good for us or not. Faith is an essential part of being human. Hmm. You, know, you can't yeah. escape it. You need to have something to believe right. in. You right? know, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that might explain why, not just me, but you too, like mm-hmm. we have an obsession for truth, mathematics, and physics, and other academic disciplines, you know? And I think that explains it because, you know, if you look at math, for example, like the equation, like the laws of mathematics, they're eternal. If, if like if we discover a squared plus b squared equals c squared, that will always be true, and mm-hmm. we kind of find meaning in that because it's eternal, mm-hmm. and we feel like it's worth pursuing because it doesn't disappear. It's not like uh, like coming to a political power or getting rich; like they're gonna go away at some point. Mm-hmm. But finding out truth, finding out the universal truths, we kind of find this meaning, and it's very similar to the idea of uh, religion. Yeah, definitely, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you're not even agnostic. Maybe you just believe in math. Yeah, my religion. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Interesting. Um, but although I say that there are many positive uh, consequences to, or positive results of religion, um, I mean, you guys all know this, but I, I have like almost like an obsession for truth. And I think even if this perfect religion uh, that we hypothetically came up with brings superior morality to society I think truth must be prioritized interesting can you find truth in faith though well um, yeah isn't like the, the point like that religion um, that you're talking about the optimal religion that would be truth wouldn't it well truth as in what, what do you mean by that well like if we, it, I mean, if, we, if, we, if we introduce this God or this religion and it's fake. It's made. It's made up. Okay. Oh, okay. And it brings a lot of positive. It brings perfect morality to society. I still. I would still reject that because it goes against the idea of truth. Because you're I see what preaching you lies. Well. Well, the thing is, we wouldn't know. But because we don't know, the only thing we can do is still pursue truth. Right. Sure. It's the only thing sure. that's going to. 
um, you know, like if we were to get truth. Then okay, but let's say we're like the creators of this religion, okay? okay? And we know that this religion is fake. We made it up. We analyzed that this will bring perfect morality to society. I still wouldn't let it out because it's not true. It's not the truth. Does that make sense? Is this mm -hmm. you stating that you think religion is an invention, not a discovery? Mm -hmm. I think... Um, well, I think we need to make a distinction between religion and God. Um, okay, smart. Uh huh. So, God, I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm very agnostic on that. But religion, I think it's. Uh, this is my personal take, and I might be wrong, but I think it's most likely an invention, because mm. because it's it was. I think it's most likely an invention that humans made up to bring order and discipline to society that was regarded as moral at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. I see. Well then do you think, what do you think about spirituality? Discovery or invention? Spirituality? Yeah. Oh, we should talk about that. Mm. Well, I mean, there's so many like different types of I, spirituality. Yeah, yeah it's, I don't it's know. kind of a broad term, but I don't know, what do you think? I think it was a discovery hmm. because, I don't know, I just, the power of manifestation, guys, is really crazy. I don't know if you've ever, like, manifested or anything. No, really. Oh, like, I will meditate, and I will, like, I'll get out the crystals. Like, I'll get out the meditation music. I'll get out, yeah. the like, a journal and, like, journal about something as if I have it. And, like, it works. It yeah. comes to me. If I talk about something, like, the way I already have it, like, say, I want ice cream. Like, I'd be like, oh, like, that ice cream is so good. I'm so glad I got to eat that ice cream. Like and like then you'll get ice cream but like also could be like part of the fact that like if you talk like train your brain to think that you have it you're gonna go the extra mile to yeah. go and get it yeah yeah that's what i was gonna bring mm -hmm. up i was gonna bring up you know like the ritual of it all and you know you're, you're setting your mind up to get that right right uh, it's as much manifestation as it is just visualization right and, mm -hmm. uh, um, the forethought and stuff like that so you're gonna be more likely to actually go get it but when it comes to like actual just like um, you know traditional like spiritual like uh, you know it's a it's above you know like it's ghosts not, and like yeah sure stuff like that mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know I haven't I haven't I mean I've thought about it a little bit but I don't I don't have a conclusion yet um, I don't know if there can even be a conclusion when it comes to spirituality can there? Like there, I I I know there's a ghost in my house, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like nobody else. But like you don't have to believe me on that, and like you'll never, yeah. we'll never really know for sure. Uh -huh. I mean, I know for sure, but yeah, like, <laughs> but that's just me thinking that. Right. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to believe at all. Well, no matter how ridiculous your uh, theory is, if you can't, it's kind of. I think. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Bertrand Russell came up with this famous, like, um, I forgot the exact name, but it's like, if you, if I were to claim that there's a pot that's spinning around this planet, you can't prove that it's wrong, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's right either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Because mm -hmm. then, like, parts of it could be right, parts of it could be wrong. Yeah. It could just be like, you're, like, kind of close to hitting the target. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's definitely a lot of like what you said it's like we will never know just because mm -hmm. um, you know one person might believe it more people might not but it doesn't really matter you know uh, I mean it doesn't even matter necessarily like the belief like the belief right. doesn't determine its existence mm -hmm. or does it maybe that is something mm -hmm. with spirituality you know I mean 
I feel like that would be a, a spiritual thing, you know, like mm. if you, they don't exist if you don't believe in them or something like that. But so what's the difference between religion and spirituality or, or, or cult? Ooh. So is it three things, spirituality, religion, and, and, and cults? Yeah. Well, okay, I think there are, sure, sure, yeah, religion, spirituality, and cults, yes. Okay, cults? So I just looked up the definition for cult, and it was like a group of people, like a group of religious people, like de dedicating their life to something or someone. Mm -hmm. Isn't that just what religion is? For the most part, <laughs> like, like spot, like spot the difference. I can't. Yeah, I know. Um, I can't either. I read the definition. Yeah, I, I am pretty. Let me. I have it on my phone. Yeah, a system of religious veneration and <laughs> devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Hmm. No, yeah. Sounds that most religions would pass that test. Yeah. I think all religions. I mean, I don't know. I know Jedi Knights are like a religion, but like it's <laughs> true. It is. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. They have they have the text in the uh, on the island. But no. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean no I mean when you look at it like that, there isn't a lot of difference between a religion and a cult. Um, I mean, the biggest difference that I can just point out off the top of my head. Okay, but what a religion like, religious person would say is that the, the the difference between my religion or my religion specifically and cults is that my is religion true. is right. Yeah, but everyone in the cult would say the same thing. But even but that's true. Yeah, everybody in the cult would say the same thing, and I think also there are some people. Um, who are religious who are respectful of other religions like they don't just yeah. because okay, you're a yeah. Christian doesn't mean you think Being mm -hmm. like like Muslim is like you're not religious, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah You know, so uh, I Mean, yeah, I feel like there's there's multiple ways that people will Try to say like this. This is that and that is the other and whatever, but I mean they're pretty similar. Well, okay going with that we were saying like the like the negatives and the positives So like I don't think religion is the issue. I think it's the people believing the religion What do you mean by that? Like think about like Hitler for example. Yeah, like his He I don't what religion was he was he Christian or Catholic? I think he was Catholic. Okay. See like the issue isn't Catholic people the issue was Hitler and like getting all of them to like believe him so the people in power yeah yeah with, with and because there was nothing in like catholicism that was like kill all the jewish people it was hitler that was like <laughs> kill all the jewish people yeah yeah i mean the, well the thing is like with um um you know most religions a lot of it is not about like doing harm it's about doing good or mm -hmm. you know keeping order like luke said and um yeah but even was, that like if you go back to the old testament there are many passages of like condoning war and genocide so mm -hmm. we just we just ignore them right because <laughs> yeah. in our modern society that's not acceptable but at the time it was and with cults like i guess it's like what everyone's like different definition of between good and bad because like mm -hmm. i'm sure yes society views a lot of what like like the murdering that like some cults do like for example like the kkk like we view that as bad as we should mm -hmm. but like they view it as good Mm -hmm. They don't see any issue with it. So how are Christians to say that like, oh, this is good when it so could be like bad according to everybody else's standards? So I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it could be. Yeah. So in a world where there's no absolute morality, uh, you can't say that 
it looks everything looks good or bad because it's all based on you it's all based on your uh your point of view and i think what religion does is that uh we okay if, if a group of people invented a religion hypothetically then it it combines all the quote-unquote good things that most of us agree on and we try to pretend like this is absolute morality we try to pretend like this is something that's that will always be true um and although i do think that's a very powerful tool i also think it's very dangerous because who are you to set this timeless universal rule that billions or even trillions of people at some point have to follow well the thing is it's not you who's setting the rule it's the guy up it's there right believe, it's the yeah. it's the the, the guy who's always right. There are yes. some religions that like, like what what is it like Watergate? What's it called? Not Watergate. Water, not Watergate. <laughs> not Watergate. Yeah, that's <laughs> Nixon. Um, <laughs> no, what was? Yeah, the the cult that they went and they like killed everybody. Oh 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 yeah, the the, the mass suicide. Yeah. I don't I forget the name, but they were all they weren't going after. They were believing in a being. They were putting all their faith into one person mm-hmm. and they were viewing that as a cult but like everyone in the cult was viewing it as religion mm-hmm. so like I guess it doesn't always have to be a god or something it could be like they could view a person as a god yeah but there usually is like a power structure right there yeah. is one person or maybe it's pro- probably it could be a few people above the rest right mm-hmm. but there's there's different layers to it um, and that's important for faith because Faith for a lot of times it it needs to be in something um, that is some way greater than or or above you know and so hmm. um, that's all that all, that's also going to cause a lot of the problems with religion because the people in power the people that you believe in um, the only people that you have the option to believe in because they're the only people above you right oh. those are the people who can hurt you uh, and the people who will hurt you or hurt others right because oh. they have the power but this whatever you're worshiping it doesn't have to be an individual right it doesn't have to be god it doesn't have to be a person it could be an idea that's true too mm-hmm. yeah like buddhism like you're not they, they don't have like like a divine being like jesus or god you right. know i mean they have they have buddha but he, they're not like worshiping buddha they're right. kind of it's more focused on the rules yeah he's an example yeah right and he's not um no yeah you're right you're right but i mean for for the most part like it seems the most popular um, belief is to believe in an entity, right? Yes. Who is greater than? And so, you know, how do we how do we address this this dilemma where people are always going to believe in something greater than them, which will bring about um, corruption and you know malpractice when it when it, you know with mm-hmm. people in power. Mm-hmm. Like that that's a that's the probably the biggest issue with religion, you know. It, how vulnerable it makes people. It's the biggest strength and the biggest weakness. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Because th- that vulnerability probably, again, going back to like the fear thing, it probably being that vulnerability of the religion probably stri- is another thing that strikes fear inside of people with. I don't remember. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, like the rules that you were talking about in the, uh, the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are those are going to be controlling. They're going to put fear inside people, right? Hmm. And that's dangerous. You know, I mean, 
Well, I know you. I know you talk about like order and how that's going to bring about order, and you're right about that. But why is that sort of order so good? You know, I don't think it's good. Like, it's more of like it's the best we can do. It's the best method that we have to control tens of thousands or billions. No, but I'm of saying people. the controlling. Why is that? Why is that the goal? Like controlling morality, so we're all kind of like on the same page. Yeah, but even that. Okay, but Devin, I don't think it's like the goal. It's more of like it's just the best we can do. I don't think that's a good enough answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, but like controlling in general is dangerous, and as we've seen, like throughout history, and a lot mm -hmm. of times there's religion involved with that. Well, what do you mean by dangerous? Is it da dangerous to the society or to dangerous as in it's harmful to individuals? Well, both. Both, for sure. Which means it's dangerous. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's dangerous for everybody. Um, it can but then also it's also be good, good for you. Right. It can also be good. so confusing about it. Yeah, so it's a little bit like a, like a paradox. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. bring about this good without also having the possibility of the bad but is there a way to <clears throat> mitigate the bad and mm. um, accentuate the good or is that even what we should be trying to do should we just let it be you know because um, I mean I don't think I don't think see when it comes to controlling you know and whenever I start to think about anything like that I feel like I'm stepping outside of my boundaries you know like I don't want to control other people right you know I want to uh, or maybe maybe like the subconscious part parts of me do but yeah at least um, consciously I see that as a bad thing you know I feel like people should have the ability to come to their own conclusions about things you know I don't want to set them up to lead them to believe something I just want to be able to have my opinion and express it yeah you know? and so when it comes to like a, a religion and something like that I see the good I really do see the good and um, I've you know implemented a lot of the uh, the parts that, that uh, the good parts of religion into my life um, and maybe that's a little bit of spirituality but mm -hmm. um, you know I also see like it could do a whole lot of bad and so I'm a little bit you know tentative when I when it comes to believing in something or believing in a god um, because of that reason and a few other reasons too but I mean, like, I wish everybody believed the same things that I believe, but, like, I know it's not possible. And also, I feel like life would be boring. No, right? exactly. Like, I no... don't wish. I don't wish people believed. I believe, believed. like, morality. Not with, like, everything. Even morality. Even oh, morality. Really? But I feel um, like then everybody would just be nicer if they did Um, Even with morality, like, yeah, it would be nicer, but, um, why is that a good thing? <laughs> Maybe I'm questioning too far, but, like, no, you have Why, a point. Yeah. Right? You, I, I know, Devin, you value a lot about, you value, like, what do you call it? Like, the diversity? Yes. Right. Like, you refuse to be a clone. Or you, you refuse the society. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I'm, I'm okay No, you're with... against the idea of being a clone, right? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. As long as it's what I believe. I just want people to believe what they believe, and then that'll bring about diversity. Yeah. Right, but right. remember when we talked about, like, the meaning of life, on the meaning of life episode, uh -huh. I was talking about how if we had this absolute meaning and it was open to everyone, you wouldn't want that because you want people to live in their own way. Yeah. 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 Well, I, but what I mean by that is I want them to be able to choose how they live, not that I want them to 
um, all be different from each other. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that that's uh, an extremely powerful tool, though, diversity. You know, and it, it, it's, it is a side effect of giving people their own choice. Mm -hmm. And what's more important is the choice. But um, diversity is something that I definitely believe in. And, um, you know, but obviously I don't want to force that on anybody no, because that's just a personal opinion. Yeah, and when you, we've learned that when you try and force religion onto people, bad things happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the very, very, very distinct negative consequences. It's that it gives you, it makes you think that you're right and other people are wrong. And it's more dangerous than it sounds. Right, really. That can be extremely right. divisive. Yes. You know. um, and it, it, uh, it justifies every cruel action you'll take because you're going to think, oh, even though I'm being cruel, it's for the greater good. Or, it's or for you the, won't even think it's cruel. You know? I mean, depends. Like sometimes... Sure, sure, you're right, but you can say, um, like, even though I'm being cruel, that's okay because I'm doing it for the greater good. Okay, yeah. For the greater, like, religion, the yeah. religion you believe in. Yeah. Ugh. Ew, I can't <laughs> imagine anybody, like, wanting to do bad things, but then being like, oh, like, but they do, and it it's just so upsetting. Like, I, I don't, it's gross to me. But then at the same time, like, you don't know what's best necessarily. Mm -hmm. so like, you what, can't, if, what I'm doing you, I'm, is disgusting to somebody else. Well, right, like, I mean, even going like to to criticize them would be losing a little bit of integrity because mm -hmm. you know if you're criticizing somebody for um hurting other people because they don't think the same way then you're doing exactly what they're doing right i mean it's, a, it's nicer are you it's nicer but that's just my opinion of nicer right but you know like it's just it's it's less extreme i guess hmm. but it's still you know the same principle but like when you go and you hurt other people it's like you're like mentally ill. Like you know what I mean. Probably, like, probably. But so why use that like religion as an excuse for that? Well, because mm. of faith. Because they they oh, need to have the, so the opportunity annoying. to. But yeah, I mean, this is what I'm saying. It's the, mm -hmm. it's the paradox. Like it, it how is. do we control it? Um, yeah. Do you think religion is beneficial to the world? God, I can't, I can't do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think, well, I w so we were talking about how, like, religion is very helpful if you have an existential crisis. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, well, I have a question for you guys. Um, mm -hmm. um, if you were to be, um, let's say the plane that you're in will crash into a building in exactly five minutes. Oh. <laughs> would you guys pray? Like, oh, yeah, I would, but I wouldn't pray to any specific god or being or religion, I would pray to whatever it is because I don't believe in anything specifically. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I would, again, like a manifestation, I would probably try and like, would you use the word god? No, I, really? I don't because there have been times where I have, I would like prayed, but like, I've been like, whoever you are. Yeah. Whatever you are about to do, like right. don't do right. it, or right. like yeah. That I typically I'm not I'm like I don't ever say like I'll be like God or whoever you are. Like it's like it's always a quick thing or like I'm honestly at this point I'm just like whoever you are, huh. whatever you are, mm -hmm. like chill. What do you think, Devin? What would you do? Would I pray? Yeah. See, I heard something once, um, and it it was a an argument for why you should believe in God, and it was like Pascal's wager. Um, I don't. It might. It might be. The it's same like thing. there's nothing. Like there there's are no. There's no downside. Downside. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is there to lose? Nothing. Right. Nothing. Right. 
but um, it but also then, but then I, you know I, you lose like at least for for me or you like you lose integrity because right you that's feel not defeated truthful. exactly right it's it's not that's what the, you believe that's in. the price you're it's, paying yeah is it yeah. like giving up the control is that why you feel defeated it's giving no, it's, up the truth right are you trying to control the truth? Well, it's more of like, um, well, like, truth I, like gives if I'm, you control, but like, if I'm praying, like, if I know that I'm gonna pray, okay, um, if I pray and that this theological God exists and that there's heaven and hell, uh, if I pray, I probably have a higher chance of going to hell th or <laughs> going to heaven than hell, but I'm giving up this integrity of prioritizing truth at all costs. Would you pray? Sense? Red pillar, blue pillar. <laughs> um, I want to say no, but um, you know, I can't. I can't promise. I get, yeah. I guess I've like never really been in this situation. Right. Well, you know, what it comes back to is that it's just so natural to do that, like mm -hmm. to just give up all of yourself in you know in hopes of getting uh, you know something good in return, right? Right. That's faith. That's what faith right, is. But it's I mean, a sacrifice. Okay, but we talk about integrity, but again, like, what is there to lose? Like, you're gonna die in five minutes. Might as well pray. Uh huh. So either way, I think it it's valid. But do I know for sure that I'm gonna die in five minutes? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then uh, I don't know. I maybe I wouldn't waste my time praying. Then maybe I'd go and I reach <laughs> out to like people. Your family. Like, if it's inevitable, then yeah. it's inevitable, and there, there's something you can do to like reverse the like reverse that. But what isn't inevitable is your afterlife. In that moment, you might be deciding if you go to heaven or hell. Well, then again, my belief with afterlife is whatever you believe in happens to you. So, but what would you believe? I'd believe that if I hadn't finished business, I'd be sent back down in okay. the spirit. Okay. <laughs> I already went over this. And you don't. You don't have to pray for that. No, I just. I think it's. I think it's gonna happen. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the thing is, I think I've I've said to you, Luke, before, like, um, when it comes to heaven and hell, like, uh, there's gonna be a thing with like diminishing marginal utility. Like, either the the good will become right. less good, or the bad will become less good or exactly. less bad. At some point, you're gonna get bored. Right. Even and in so, heaven. even if you pray and you get into heaven, what if it's just? What if it sucks? Yeah. <laughs> But then, there's but probably, I mean, if there, if heaven, if heaven was in heaven and hell, um, were like possible in reality, there's also possibly, probably a way for God to keep heaven good, you know, mm -hmm. and not let it like burn out or like an know, update. Running. <laughs> yeah, iOS something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just keeps getting better and better and better. So, so you know, your expectations are. Um, keep getting higher and higher and higher right uh, and he'll meet the expectations every time and then the same would go for the devil in hell but you know in certain branches or in certain de denominations of Christianity people people believe that there's this place where it's so it's not heaven or hell but you're like like in the middle and if your family does something good then you can get sent to it really yes why would my I wouldn't want my fate to be up to whatever my family <laughs> but that, that's a thing I'm just yeah I know yeah. I know but I'm just yeah, yeah I'm going off that that's like oh I don't trust that <laughs> I mean it's really interesting how the themes of like I mean it's portrayed in different ways but like heaven and hell have been around for a long time like even before Christianity like in uh, mm. like in Greek religion or anything like that like the right under Elysian yeah. fields or like Tartarus and all that stuff 
I mean, I don't really know about that, but like, I know it's like loosely related to like heaven and hell. Yeah, I've seen Hercules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So maybe that's like a a naturally human thing to to believe in afterlife. Yeah. In in a a certain type of. Well, there there are some people who don't. My grandpa, he did not. He was like, you're dead and you're dead. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But. Well, that's know. that's him having a faith, right? You know, it's his, still him. Right, his faith is just that there's nothing, mm-hmm. emptiness, darkness. I was like, I was like that for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was like, uh, when I was in my little atheistic phase, you know, I was like, there just can't possibly be a heaven or a hell or anything right. like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe you know, when when the time comes for um, you to move on, it's about being comfortable with whatever the answer is you know do you wish there was one well that's the thing if if I was to be moving on I would want myself to be ready for anything so I wouldn't have wishes I would just be content you know huh. um, but that'll tie in uh, to a later episode that we do for all of our lunch logic listeners it's a little bit of a, uh, a trailer we're gonna do a series on um, birth, death, life, and afterlife. Ooh, so fine. stick out, uh, stick around for that. But um, yeah, I definitely want to explore that a little mm. bit more. Mm. Would you guys be happy if you were reincarnated? I don't know. Well, as what? But it's like you don't keep your memories. Just well, what if you could? That would be fun. Then you feel like like Superman or something. Like, you <laughs> Wait, just... so real? Yeah. But. Hmm. Uh-huh. Sam, what do you think? Do you wish there was God? Oh. Ooh. Do I wish there was God? No. No. Why not? Because then it's like one thing is deciding everything for everybody. But what if that one thing is like omniscient, omnipotent, and omni-good? Just perfect. Perfect being. Well, then that's how I know it's not here. Because it's not. Because that's not how the world is. Mm -hmm. But then there's like, hmm. I mean, that's a good point. It is. (laughs) I don't know. Do I? I mean, I wish he was like. I wish God was this chill thing. It was just like, (laughs) yeah, like get along with everybody and make everybody get along with like, (laughs) like. Well, I guess obviously we're not gonna get along with everybody, but like there should be a base level where everybody gets along. I think. Hmm. And that's missing. Mm. And I think it, it's respect. Because mm. we're missing, uh, uh, not like us, but like society in general, I think is missing baseline of respect for everybody. Mm. Yeah. There's some people have it, but. I think that's common, but it's also, yeah. it's just our belief that that baseline of respect should be held. You know? oh, that's our religion. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, for me, like, if someone were to do something horrible for me, or horrible to me, I would, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, this sounds evil, I know, but I would want that person to be punished, <laughs> you know? And it's not... But why? Karma. Hmm? Ooh. Why? Because, because karma, because... We haven't talked about karma yet. Because I hate that person. But, but why do you hate them? Just because they did something bad to you? Yes. Well, what if it's a, what, what if there was a mistake? What if something somebody had done something bad to them beforehand, right? What if you wishing the punishment upon someone isn't, is dooming them, right? The, isn't that a bad thing? Isn't the best punishment somebody else, like, just, like, having them watch you succeed? 
and like brush them off. That's maybe the cool way to do it, but oh, I want to yeah. do it the evil way. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, wait, De Devin, that's a good question. Like, can you go back to like a cause of the cause, and uh, maybe it's not just the individual that hurt hurt hurted you, but um, yeah, you're right. You have a valid point. So I think we should talk um, about math a little more. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> sorry, but it's, <laughs> no, it's not, fine. trust me. Um, okay. So I think one of the reasons why I rejected religion so much as a 12-year-old uh, was because that I hated the idea of like chasing something that wasn't worth it, if that makes sense. Like this something, is something that, that wasn't true? Or Yeah. Yeah, that too. Uh -huh. Was it just um, the possibility that it couldn't, that it might not be true? I th I don't think it was more focused on the 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 concept of truth. I think I was more focused on like, like if if this is wrong, then like if I and I have to go to like church every Sunday and do this, follow this these stupid rules because, you know, I was taught that this lie was the truth. Um, I would feel very um, stupid, you know, mm -hmm. and I just hated that so much that I rejected so quickly. And I think this was, this happened like about a year ago where someone asked me like, is, is mathematics invented or discovered? And I obviously said that it was, a, it's a discovery and not an invention. And I think at the time I wanted to be a mathematician. So I was like, okay, so you think that, or, and, the, and the other person said that I think mathematics is an invention and I didn't get it. And, and at the same time, it also made me mad because like I want to be a mathematician and if math is an invention and not a discovery, I'm kind of wasting my life just playing this game that we invented as humans instead of this universal truths that, that these universal truths that, that are worth chasing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of gave me the same feeling of challenging God, if that makes sense, or challenging religion that I used to believe in. Yeah, yeah. But you realize, like, whatever it is, whatever you pursue, you're, ne you're never going to know. I mean, well, maybe if you act in the afterlife, you could know or something like that. But like, yeah, <laughs> in this life, what the only thing that we have guaranteed is our life right now, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so anything that you do, yeah, you're you're never gonna know whether it was right or wrong. Um, yeah. So in that sense, yeah. does it even matter? Well, it's more of like choosing something that's most likely to be right. Maybe that's but, why people believe in like heaven is so that they can find out the truth it's like it's the promise of truth in their head hmm. and like finding out invention discovery hmm. but then it's like they didn't even work for it you know well, I but mean, is, they it living, did, is living but your life working for it it's true maybe it is hmm. maybe it is I don't know mm -hmm. when it comes to like like trying to be the most right like still like how do you know that you're being any more right than anything else? Because we know nothing more about the fundamentality of math than we do with the, about the fundamentality of religion. I think we... We don't. Okay. We don't. You can't say that for certain. It's just what you think, right? Okay. Uh-oh, new existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> But, am, you know, am I wrong? I mean... Um, Devin, I, I, like your, um, I like your skepticism, but I think it's... 
I think your statement was a bit of an exaggeration, don't you think? No, I don't think that's why I said it. <laughs> we have we have we have analytical methods that that allow us to kind of understand the essence of certain subjects. We can actually do, like we can actually study. That's not just just blind faith. Like we can study them. We can analyze it. Does that make sense? Sure. Right. So I think I'm not saying that I'm you can be convinced with this thing that you believe in, but I'm saying that um, it's more likely. Let's just put it that way. What? What? Just because? You know, like because we're we're criticizing like the idea of faith and believing that you're right because you a lot of people grow up with their religions and that they believe that they're right because that's what they grew up with. Are we criticizing or deep diving? Both. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, but I think I think critical thinking like allows you to view your whatever you believe in in a more objective point of view well Luke let me let me ask you this so so I feel like a lot of the reason why you believe in math is um, because it just describes I don't I don't believe this. or you tend, I was you, let's just I, I was a Platonist. You, you dedicate a lot of your time to math right and sure. you know you're afraid of dedicating your time to the wrong thing also right which means you have somewhat of a faith when it comes to math. Yes. Okay. And is that faith because you believe that math is probably going to be more right than, than a religion or something like I, that? Well, I definitely think it's it has a higher chance because a lot of, I think mathematics played the biggest role, like literally the biggest role in the development of human civilization. And I don't think that's, what, I think that's What does that have anything to do with its <laughs> fundamentality? Just how much it affects. Okay, maybe humanity. it's not the truth that we should. It's not the truth that I'm talking about. It's not the. It's not like God, but it has positive effects to society, and maybe that itself is <coughs> worth pursuing. Okay, so now it's not even truth. What? It's just positive, good, good for society. I'm lost. It's both, isn't it? Well, you just, I know, I'm getting, I'm trying to get an answer. Is it both? Yes. Okay. So you believe in math because of Well, the... my, my original question was more focused on truth. Yes, Devin. But you, it's both. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned okay. that. Okay. Yes. So you, you, you like math because it does good for society and it, it's more, you, you believe it's probably more likely to be true than, um, a faith or something like that. Uh, sure. And do you believe? There's some other reasons. Yes. Do you believe it's more likely to be true and real? Um, you know, when when compared to a faith or something like, like that, because of how well and how um, how closely it describes reality. Could you repeat that? Do you believe that math, mm -hmm. then, you know, you, you believe that, that math is uh, more true than, than like a, a religion, or more likely to be true? Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Do you believe that because it describes reality so precisely? Yes. Okay. Well, let me tell you this. Not only do religions describe and explain everything in reality, but they also explain things that are surreal, things that are, you know, like spirituality. Yeah. You know, it, it offers a conclusion to that. 
So when you talk about right and wrong, you talk about the possibility of, um, you know, like this, the thing that explains the most things mm -hmm. should be the correct thing. But when it comes down to it, religions actually explain more. Okay, but there's a difference because when you're talking about math or science, like physics, you're reasoning or you're explaining things by reasoning up from the most fundamental axioms, right? From logic itself. Uh, religion, you're right, it, it did do a very successful job in explaining things that we weren't able to understand as humans, but I don't think a lot of people would say that it's based on critical thinking and logic, and it's based on a fundamental set of axioms that we consider as true. Yeah, but now you're assigning. A, uh, you know, a special value to logic and critical thinking. Yes. Who's to say that that's wrong? You know, I mean, we are having a logical conversation here, so it's yeah, it's kind of dumb. For well, me Devin, to I really that, like again, I really like your skepticism, but once you start questioning everything, which I really like, um, like I said, it's like I can't even trust logic itself, and you're right in saying that logic or math or whatever is a faith itself. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, like we don't, we don't, or I don't know about you, but like I don't have a choice. It's, <laughs> it's like what's what's more likely to be correct, and I think logic and uh, reasoning play okay. a greater role in getting close, getting us closer to truth than religion. Right. So it's just it's your personal belief that the yeah. So it's it's my method. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. But I really liked your questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.